Welcome to Backdoor Cover, the most underrated sports podcast in the greater Cherokee Nation area. Hopefully they don't dispute that with a claim of their own. I feel attacked right now. I'm your host, Amber Jester, and I'm joined, as always, with Ross Bolin. Hello. I have no comment. And the man that felt attacked, Dylan Shivery. Did you see a statement they put out? The Cherokee people said that it's like it's impossible using a DNA test to track you back to like a specific tribe. Do you see that? Nope. But I'm too white to comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. Um, so, sad news. You know how it's it's raining a bunch in Central Texas right now? Yeah. Out at our ranch, we got like nine inches. No. And we have four turkeys, and they're missing. We don't know. We don't know where they went. Fuck, dude. We start the episode with turkey death? All right. So, thoughts to those turkeys. So, we have these turkeys. They protect the chicken coop from uh, snakes and critters and shit. Because they, they get I didn't the eggs. know that turkeys do this. They snatch the eggs that snakes do in the little oh, chickens, word. little chickies. And Nature, uh, yeah, man, hard turkeys, fuck. turkeys keep them away. But turkeys are hard. They go. Yeah, they don't don't run up. Yeah, on turkeys a, go on hard. Turkey. Turkeys have street shit. It's a, it's a certain kind of turkey though. It's not like a traditional. I don't know. We've we've had enough turkey talk. Let's talk sports or something. We that was just a bizarre, yeah. uh, bizarre. I, well, I just I found that like three minutes ago. All right, I, turkeys, I get, man. I get it. They're I mean, my truck Damn, almost dude. got swept away by like the flood. Man, this is no joke in Central Texas. This is no joke right now. I uh, typically I'm a dude who enjoys a good rainstorm. Hey, this shit's got to stop. No, I, I love it's it. It's been like a fucking month. I feel like I dude, I can't raining. take it anymore. Yeah, but now it's cold. It's gonna be a cold, wet winter. It's Bill. like 35 out right now. Every time I take my dogs out, they get all muddy and shit. Oh, yeah. It's fucking annoying. Yeah. This came out of nowhere, though. I yeah. I leave my bong outside. It keeps getting rained on. Well, don't do that, you idiot. <laughs> fucking too high to It's probably the in. only way it gets clean, though. Weed's all wet and shit. It's just, it's yeah, just it's no trash. good. It's just no good. No good. No bueno. Uh, what was bueno, though, was Aaron Rodgers' comeback last night. That was, was the most predictable thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, everyone Packers saw that won 33 to 30 against the 49ers. I, I got to say, though, the 49ers are not nearly as bad as I thought they were. No. C.J. Bethard. Bethard? 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 Beth. It doesn't matter he's, because no one knows okay. who he is. But he's, he's okay. How about my boy Marquise Goodwin? Dude, that guy's legit. He's good. I thought Bethard, Beathard, whatever, uh, I thought he was... I mean, Serviceable? He looked, you know, it's hard to say with the NFL because a lot of the time... Maybe it's beat hard. Beat hard. You roll a guy out there, and the defense doesn't really know shit about him yet, and uh, he performs well as a result. He it's got almost some like beginner's luck before Jimmy G. Yeah, got this is his really. sixth start. So oh yeah. no shit! So yeah. he's been around. He's been out. Yeah, there he's been around for okay. a minute. Well, I just—it's hard to say how good he is or isn't based on that game. You know, I don't—I don't know. I don't want to like go all in on the beat hard uh, bandwagon or whatever. But he I looked better you. than most of the quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Eh, yeah. He looked better than he did in college. I think he went to Iowa. He's a he's a Hawkeye. It was not very good. So Pac, the fact that he made it to the NFL, like props to that dude. The Pack defense is is not good either, though. No, so. the Pack. The, the, the more I watch the NFL, the more I realize besides the Chiefs, the Rams, and the Patriots, like nobody else is good. Nobody's really good. Everyone and the Chiefs are only regular season good. They always blow it. We'll see. This we'll is see. the first time under Mahomes, man. Yeah, we'll see. I, but you're right. It's a it's a very top heavy league, more so than than it ever has been probably. With like two or three teams that have a legit shot. It's better than the NBA where we got one. 
Yeah. Yeah, true that. The, yeah. Uh, but that's always been a staple of the NFL, I feel like, is like the parody. Every year, there's different uh, playoff teams. But for the most part, the top of the league kind of yeah. the crop rises. I mean, we get different playoff teams and shit, but it's mostly the same motherfuckers winning the Super Bowl. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers leads them to a game-winning uh, field goal drive at the end. Missing Crosby hits all five of his kicks after missing five kicks the previous week. I was really hoping they were only to get it, only able to get it to like the thirty-five. So it'd be more high pressure. And he had to kick a fifty-two yarder. Yeah, Aaron didn't but want to do that. It was a little chip shot, so I it was kind of lame. <clears throat> like six seconds left in the game, uh, you know, I thought Rodgers was going to center the ball, but they didn't have a, they don't have a timeout. They didn't have a timeout. That was a weird. So he like threw to the corner. He's like, ah, fuck it. I guess we'll just see real quick. So unnecessary. Like, maybe the defender will fall over or some shit, and we'll get a we'll get seven out of this. That was just we had an extra few yards. As yeah, a guy who took Packers sense. money line live at like plus uh, one thirteen or something, nothing crazy, but um, when they were down, that was a pretty tense moment for me. Well, a lot of things could have happened there, and most of them are not good. Yeah, I, it was weird, and they even commented. I, I forgot who it was. Like, why are they on the field right? I now? was so confused by that. It, it just kick the field goal. Yeah, just kick it on third down. You're allowed. It's fine. I think one of the bigger stories that came out of this uh, this game though was the Booger McFarlane picture of him on the sidelines. Holy shit! On whatever is that like a little rover that goes Holy across shit. the sidelines? Oh, we can do the whole show on this. Yeah, <laughs> you want to want me to break it down? So it's he's sitting sideline. Who's Booger McFarland? Booger McFarland is a former LSU great. Okay, and current just commentator for the NFL. Yeah, but he played in the NFL too, correct? ESPN. Yeah, he played yeah. in the NFL. He was on the he, he drafted was by the Buccaneers. ESPN color sideline color guy, I guess. He's six feet tall. He's forty years old. Okay. There's some stats. He's only six feet tall. Winsboro, Louisiana. That's where he's from. He's a, he's a jolly fat Is black he, man. He's a very jolly, uh, enjoyable black man who's now on some kind of contraption on the sideline. And his nickname is Booger. And he's killing it. Like, no shit. Booger makes the games more enjoyable. Yes. Boog- uh, just to hop in here. Booger is excellent at his job. Yeah. Uh, he When the SEC Network launched like five years ago, he was like the third string commentator. And he has worked his way up to a primetime spot on Monday Night Football. He is really, really good. He's kind of he saves the broadcast of Monday Night yeah, Football. Yeah, I mean, between. Jason Witten is a big dud. He brings nothing. Uh, he's but a lot that like being me. said... They have Booger McFarlane on a contraption, which we've never seen before. Right. It's this whole new thing they've introduced. It's like he's on the field, but he's in some kind of robotic chair that but moves. This isn't a, this isn't that new. I mean, the, uh, having like a commentator guy there is, but there's always a cameraman yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that goes back and forth right in front of the front, the front like five, you know three or f- to five rows in in the stadium. So sure. it's, right. it's it's it's, but it's uh, not that new. Apparently, it's blocking some people's view. Yeah, for for high, down below high paying. Uh, so, season so ESPN's ticket holders, you solution have to, to this is to put a TV monitor on the back of Booger's chair. Huge, which TV. I think, is pretty helpful for the the twenty people that it affects. Dog, if you paid thousands of dollars for season tickets, you got to assume that's mostly season ticket holders or corporate tickets down there on the fucking bottom row or whatever. I think this was this was in Green Bay, right? So these are people who waited on the fucking list for like. 42 generations they had to, to get wait their season tickets. For multiple people to die. If I show up to seats. the game and Booger's big ass TV, that it's insulting that their fix was okay, Booger is obstructing the view of all these uh, high priced ticket holders. Let's slap a 10 foot TV up here so they can watch the game. You can do that at home. Here's a question Why, why is he there? 
Yeah, why can't he just why be is, in the booth? Why did I just be on the sideline? I don't know. With the microphone. It, for why does he have to be elevated? It's about the optics of it. They like being able to go to a dude who's on the field, like, with the call. It's Here's Booger McFarlane. Look at the view he's got. He's right fucking there. Yeah, but there. most sideline reporters are just on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Tony Saragusa Tony did this for years. Was say, he just stood in the end zone just with the microphone around. on and was like a third person in the he's booth. right by the action. Like what? I don't I don't understand why it's necessary to, why it's to your because get it's this Monday night an expensive oh. contraption out there. Blog views. It's such a stupid gimmick. It's just it lame. Just put Booker in the booth. He's better. Fire Witten and put yeah, just Booker put Booker, up Booker there. and Tessator together. That's fine. Yeah. That's all we need. We don't need fifteen dudes and and a moving chair and sideline reporters. You got to go. Just on. pick. Take your best commentators and put them in there. How has Monday Night Football become kind of like a afterthought when it comes to commentating? It's weird. Just feels experimental a little bit. Almost, yeah. Oh, yeah. It always I mean, but it has been for a while. I'm just saying, if you go look at the picture, you're in that seat, and you're watching a giant screen on Booger's back, on a guy named Booger's back. That's just insulting. You're, that's just, that's next level. It's like, fuck the fans. That's just the straight-up attitude of the NFL right there. Like, fuck these people. Just take their money, and let's go. It's ESPN, too. Yeah. It's it's their broadcast. Sure. Yeah, okay. Let's hold ESPN responsible. Uh, then we had the Sunday night game. Patriots won 43-40 to over the Chiefs. It was a good-ass game. Awesome game. It was an entertaining game for sure. Uh, Tyree Kill is now trying to press charges. or uh, He wants the fan, the Patriots fan who threw beer at him, yeah. to be prosecuted. Good. Oh, he's being prosecuted. Good. Or he is being, being he's prosecuted. Being pro- I, don't think it was t- I don't think Tyree Kill is the one who asked for it, though. I think this the stadium. They're like trying to set a precedent here. Like, you can't throw beer on players. Even if they're running directly towards you. Bro, how do do what well, he was running through the end zone. There's the bozo that threw the beer, but his best friend standing next to him is throwing him the double bird. That's not very fucking nice. It's nah, not nice, but that, it's though, not man. like... It's not assault. These assault. It's not assault. Man. Yeah. That's called home field advantage, Micah. These assholes. Double birds are acceptable. Throwing a yeah, beer Yeah, you can't throw not. beer on some dude. It was a 21-year-old for the record. He's, you know, he don't know what he's doing. He's an idiot. But like most 21-year-olds. I mean, you know, you know that... He can't retaliate though. It's a, it's such that's a bullshit a thing to it's, do. That's why it's bullshit. It's uh, you're you're, it's like throwing a cheap shot. It's like throwing a fucking sucker punch. He can't do anything back. Nah, I like this. I I think when you go to uh, another venue, you should expect to have beer thrown at you. Okay, you're that's a Philly in you talking. Yeah, that's it's not just, normal. It's just real life. trash. I like it, like even when the U.S. would go to Mexico to play soccer games, I liked when like the Mexican fans would just. Spit on like the U.S. players. I you li- you like it when we they got spat on. Yes, I, I think you should have a true home field advantage. I think you should be able to do pretty much anything outside of physically harming somebody. This isn't Philly, Dan. There are rules here. I think as long as it doesn't harm the person, it's it's fair game. This is a society. You're allowed. You should be able to allow. You should throw any type of liquid you want, other than maybe human pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fecal, anything that comes out of a human body, fecal that, matter. Yeah, anything really. Yeah. Just that's fair. Other than spit, spit's fine. But nah, man, don't throw a, your beer at the players, you idiot. I have a turkey update. Two of them showed back up just now. That's huge. So we, two, two are missing still. Like they just wandered out of the woods. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, yo, we heard the rain was coming, so we've been kicking it on high ground. It's time to get back to protecting. That these sounds chickens. like what? That's what happened. Yeah. Respect. I gotta go back to protecting the coop, man. Turkeys are loyal. Gangster. Not like these hoes, Dylan. No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Billy. Yeah. <laughs> do uh, do one of these turkeys uh, end up making it to your dinner? dinner? Yeah, yeah, you going to eat one of these? It likely. You're going to yeah. eat one of these motherfuckers <laughs> I don't know, maybe. every year. Oh, like, dude. 
<laughs> like you know how the president pardons a turkey you actually just like condemn a turkey to death hey, every year for thanksgiving back. hey thanks for being the bodyguard for these chickens for the you know the past year Yo, so we gotta we're, eat you. we're about to eat you up dog they came back and they don't even know yeah. oh man i bet i bet the shiveries are really happy when you returned <laughs> they're gonna chop one of your heads off yeah dude. about to lose a head time to die <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, your Cowboys—they rolled this weekend against the Jags. It looked like a, like a really good football team. What was that? We I had don't a, know. We had, I don't know. What the fuck was that? I don't know. They just beat the shit out of Jags. Uh, the shit. Our our boy Bobby didn't play so well. He said it was a waste of a trip. It wouldn't matter if he had played well. They weren't keeping up with that. The that Cowboys was put ugly. Up like a 40 spot. Def- yeah, you can't. You can't be defense. a good defense and give up 40 points to that offense. Yo, I don't know what happened there. I thought that was supposed to be the strength of the Jaguars organization. This was just like the... They're crumbling. The AFC South is fucked. It's the f- most fucked division in How sports. How do you feel now? You're now tied for first place as a Houston Texans fan who said the season was over after an 0-3 Look, the season is still over. Start. Even if we make the playoffs, we're going to get spanked. It doesn't matter. None, none of this matters if you're a fan of the AFC South. All, all these teams are shit. The Titans are shit. The Jags are shit. The Colts are shit. The Texans are shit. It's the worst division in football. It's it's an embarrassing, embarrassing piece of the NFL. We had Conor McGregor sideline at Jerry World just pimping out his whiskey. What the fuck was his that? proper 12. Proper 12. Throwing a football in a suit. Uh, I was listening to a little touch and bass. I heard uh, Will trying to say that his throw of the vortex was better than Conor McGregor's throw. They were we, we corrected him. Yeah, they were So McGregor, he doesn't know how to hold a football, which is obvious. That's he the just, problem, he just yeah. grabbed it by the by the girthy middle of it with no laces. Right. That was easily the first time he's ever That's the only the thing he did worse than Will. You see the black dude who made a Twitter joke about it? You know what I'm talking about? It had uh-uh. the N-word in it? I don't think I saw it. Oh, my God. Can you just I, say I it, leave, it describe- leave out the N-word? I, he said, uh, just summarize it. it, go long. Inward, because <laughs> uh, Connor's you know been accused yeah. of being racist because the shit he says pre-fight. I fucking died laughing. I thought that was the funniest shit I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, he can't throw a football. He just doesn't know how to hold it. That's I, think I you're will right. say I did not appreciate the shot that Connor took at our our boy Bobby Bortles. What do you say? He said that he had a picture of him and uh, Dak, and he said the two best quarterbacks to take the field today. Ooh, a little shot at Bobby. Yeah, okay. Don't appreciate that, Connor. You expect that from Connor. Coming off two he's, losses, Connor. I don't, I don't like that. He talks a lot of shit. He talks a lot of shit. He's just that dude's just trying to get paid. I mean, look, you got to respect the grind. He's just trying to pimp out his whiskey now and suits. Or is it whiskey That's or it. is it uh, scotch? I think it's whiskey, right? Well, it is a whiskey scotch product. Is yeah. okay. Technically, scotch a whiskey, whiskey. I think. and his suits. Yeah. The August McGregor line. He. Uh, it's really amazing. How thankful must that dude be that uh, Khabib jumped out of the cage and attacked people? And so instead of everybody talking about how he got his ass kicked, yep, there's everybody's just talking about what it, what an ugly scene that was for the sport. And then a week later, he just shows up at Jerry World wearing his billion do- his billionaire blazer, as it's called. It's like and everybody happened. just wants to fucking suck his dick again. He's it like fucking greatest. It's, it's incredible. He's a star. Chumming it up with the Cowboys. If Khabib showed up at at Jerry World, people would boo him. He wouldn't get into the stadium. Yeah, he I wouldn't be sitting there with Jerry and Rupert Jerry. Murdoch. Nah, he wouldn't get. It's into amazing. The stadium. He wouldn't get in. That dude, watching him chum it up with Jerry on the sideline, where I'm about 99% sure neither one of them can actually understand each other or hear each other. It's very, very loud. Whenever you watch the celebrity interactions on the sideline, it cracks me up because it's both of them. You just smile and nod. That's all you do. You can't fucking hear each other. McGregor has a horrific accent already. Jerry isn't that understandable for somebody who's not from the United States or Texas especially. They didn't know what each other was saying. They're just... <laughs> you don't fucking know what you're saying, dude. Just smile. 
but no, in all seriousness, what Micah just said is crazy. It's like that should have been a a career, you know, defining moment for him. Like it that matter. was it. That was bad. That, was, that was really very bad ass too. kicking. It, it just proves that it doesn't matter if he wins or loses. He's like, not well, many he people, can't keep losing. Yeah, he, no, I don't fair. know. Not many people can get away with what he just got away with. That bounce back. It's like he, it was in stride. He took a ass kicking, and he's like, next thing you know, he's at Jerry World on national TV. And like he just looked good. Up his no signs of him getting his face yeah, beat in. He's amazing. Like he looked, he looked perfectly Is there fine. Any place, sporting event, uh, political debate, restaurant, like anything in the world that wouldn't be more fun if Conor McGregor was there? I yeah, mean, he's, I don't want like, him just in my imagine, bedroom. He's just electric. <laughs> like with me and my wife or whatever. Like, I don't want him in there. So no, they would probably so you, add a little spice, bro. <laughs> for being honest, I don't, I don't need that in my I, life. But, dude. but seriously, like if if uh, the Texans have a home game next week and Connor's just walking around, or the the Rockets kick tip off either tonight or tomorrow, whenever the season starts, and Connor's just hanging out, pouring out whiskey, like that's that's a good time. This yeah. makes things more fun. Yeah, I could, I could definitely does. see Trump bringing out Connor at some point, just like the Republican National Convention. I guarantee or he's reached out to him. Yeah. <laughs> he's but, uh, a fucking incredible personality I just they gotta figure out a way to get him into fights that he can win so that we can ride this train as long as possible he's very entertaining yeah I'm ready for him just to start smashing tomato cans again <laughs> just so we can be like well he won three Throw in a row Eddie Alvarez again <laughs> yeah yes that's, that's to be what fair better, we better, know he, he's fought mostly tough fighters in the UFC yeah, but better I'm fine with it like, no just wrestlers. bring out hacks no more wrestlers yes um, just yeah. guys that can strike yeah just them. people that think they can fight with like let them fight Butterbean or something Anyone just get them back in the cage yeah, and knock motherfuckers out stand up somebody who's not gonna try to go for him and, and take him down and then uh, we've yeah. seen what happens after that so now, yeah we don't need to see that again and now there's reports that Habib is uh Asking for a fight with Floyd. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants that. Get no. the fuck out. Floyd that put up an stupid. Instagram. Like, cut, make it happen. Cut the check. MGM slash uh, Showtime slash. No. Nobody wants to watch that shit. Uh, did you see that Connor was also in, up in the club with uh, Ezekiel Elliott Saturday, or Sunday night after well, the game? I, I wish I could say that's surprising. No, that's. Connor's oh just God. walking around the club and, and just pouring out, pouring out Where a were proper they clutch? 12. They were in a place called uh, Citizen in Uptown, which okay. I'm not not familiar with. Hmm. Uh, Ross's boy, Brock Eisweiler. Holy fuck. Back in our lives. Uh, the Dolphins beat the Bears. <laughs> he got a dub, man. <laughs> he got a W. So uh, his first that? career start with the Broncos, he beat the Bears. His first career start as a Texan, he beat the Bears. And his first career start with the uh, Dolphins, Dolphins, he has now beaten the Bears. The Bears are Brock's, like, Brock is one of the weirdest stories in sports because of the amount of money he they got. They resuscitate from us. his career. They're, he's like on. He's dying on the uh, the gurney, right. and somebody just kind of like shocks him. Like, back oh, to we life got the, the Bears, Bears coming up. It's Let's the perennial thing that happens with these backup quarterbacks. Uh, well, first of all, he again, you got to remember, we paid him seventy two million dollars in in uh, Houston to come play for like eight games. Um, this is what you got to do, man. If you're a backup, you come out once a year, you know maybe once every couple years if, if you're unlucky, perform, and then you get paid again. I think he might have secured with this, this game alone easily a paycheck for the next five years. I'm, he's better than uh, <laughs> most of the backups that I've seen. So, no, I don't know. Yeah. He's still garbage, though. He is bad. That's the beauty <laughs> of it, though. But the Dolphins like, are now 4-2. What if he can entrap someone to getting another starting job? I'm sure the Bills would give him something. Yeah. Josh Allen is out now for the foreseeable Brock future. Brock fucking sucks. Just for the record, he's anybody terrible. who's like, "Oh wow, Brock really showed some flashes there." No, he sucks dick. He's awful. There's a reason he has the best NFL nickname out there right now, the Heist, 
because he just steals money from people. <laughs> that is great. And he's gonna he's he gonna trick someone else shit. in. He's gonna he's gonna sign another like two year twelve million dollar backup deal after yes. this season with some fool. And remember, we'll be paying him in Houston for like the remainder of the century. Uh, also, just a reminder that he has a tattoo with. Improper punctuation. Did he ever get the that gramma- fixed? It's grammatically incorrect. Did he ever get it fixed? What's it say? It's uh. There's an apostrophe s when there should not be an apostrophe s. Did he so mix right. up the different versions of whose something like that? I don't know. I'm looking it up, but it's, it's like a. It's so fucking bad. Only God can judge me. Type tattoo. It says live life to its fullest. Oh, but it's, it's yeah. is i t apostrophe s, so right. it translates to live life to it is fullest. <laughs> And it's in this ridiculously whack cursive already on the inside of his left bicep. It's one of the most That's astonishingly easily fixable, though. Does, does he tattoos. even know at this point that he, it's incorrect? Oh, yeah. He's been getting made fun of it for Here's the thing, though. As years. a guy who just came back from the greater Tempe area. Uh, yeah. Makes sense. Oh, for sure. Yeah. This is the type of dude running around there. Oh, yeah. Getting crazy Which, by hot. By the way. Getting crazy hot pushing. Shouts to uh, Tempe, Scottsdale, Phoenix, whatever you want. Like, that, that area, I love it. Arizona, it's a state. Yeah, no, no, the the city. Oh, like, oh Arizona's okay. a the giant metropolitan. state. But okay, the, the three, okay, the three cities are are very close to each other. Ah, yeah, I've never been. I've heard great things though. It's awesome. Was it for you were up there for a wedding? I was there for a wedding. Okay. Uh, it was maybe the the douchiest area I've ever been. Yeah, but I felt at home. You would, you would. That's good, <laughs> good for you, Dan. That great. says a lot about the area. I'll be honest. With I'm you. not gonna lie. It was the most attractive area I've ever been. A lot of hot chicks. People wise. People watch. If oh yeah, guy if, and girl. I didn't see anything less than a seven. If you're into a bunch of hot dudes, uh, huh? Just a lot of hot dudes. Hot a lot man, of hot man. Man, I want to. I want to check meat. that out. If you, if you're into that look and that vibe, yes, but not everybody is. I was saying it was like West Six on steroids. It's just slutty people with a scenic view. Just sluts everywhere. In the middle, guys of the and girls. Hot people That's having a, hot sex just everywhere. Hot people only. Yeah, just, just I loved it up there fucking. <laughs> That's what they're doing, man. And tanning, uh, they tan a lot, and they work out. They do. A lot. They they uh they have well kept beards too. Yeah, they they get real. Uh, what do you what do you? It's like those razors that you can get the real distinct lines. A- every chick bleaches their hair. Yes, everyone's a blonde. Mm. Yeah, low IQs, high uh, hot sperm bods. counts, hot bods, hot bodies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we another interesting <laughs> fact from this week in the NFL: Julio Jones is now has the most receiving yards in NFL history for a player without a touchdown. This is seven hundred and seven yards received. I think he outrageous. had like two touchdowns last year. The dude just doesn't catch. This is three no. years in a row. It's been a serious problem for him to get red zone catches. Uh, I don't know what. The well, deal they just is target here. him in, in the red zone. Like he's a big receiver who can jump. I, I don't. don't it just understand. doesn't make sense. It doesn't make know. any sense. This is so weird. And it's if, not like they're not. Passing the ball in the in the red zone because right, they are right. Sanu catches balls. Ridley, that, that, yeah, the rookie Ridley catches balls. Well, that's the weird part about it. They're giving the the passes to Sanu. It's weird. Are jump balls that, that should be going to who? He is so fucking good, and he doesn't score touchdowns. And it this is, is I'm not kidding. If you've had him on fantasy any of the last very three years, you're familiar with this issue yeah. because you've been watching him rack up like ten catches a week. And you're like, he goes, Julio's a top he goes, five receiver. Yeah, he like, goes ten no for one forty every week. Yeah, but and never fucking touchdowns. scores. It's bizarre. It is strange. It's, it's, it's a shame. Yeah. Especially if you have him on your fantasy team. Very good. Uh, I wonder receiver. if that's a, a prop bet on mybookie.ag. I guarantee it is. Will Julio Jones score a touchdown this week? That's or or this all, year? That's where they got all the action. It's I guarantee they offer one. you an over-under on uh, Julio Jones' touchdowns for the season. They have everything. And by so, guarantee, I mean, I bet they do. Make sure to go to mybookie.ag. Hit them with that promo code, Backdoor. 
Get a dollar for dollar deposit. It's one word. Match on your deposit. I'm sorry, uh, Micah. Just back. Well, Micah's good for one of those an episode. Yeah, he just <laughs> randomly plays music from his computer. Sorry, fam. Back door. We're recording on the other computer. I'm. I'll turn it around. Sorry. But yeah, my use back door. Double AG. your deposit. One hundred <laughs> becomes two hundred. One thousand becomes two thousand. Back door. Again, we said this last week. I'll say it again. I haven't spoken to the my bookie people. They're good people, but I haven't spoken to them. But this is around the time of year where they they get rid of the double. They uh, usually the deposit the bonus that. does not yeah. become one hundred percent. It be, gets cut in half. These good times will not last forever. So get your money, Mike. I'm sorry that the power plant pick was wrong yesterday. I should have just taken the money line. Yeah, um, I was right. I had the right side, just the no, wrong. You didn't. Outcome. You did not have the right side. You picked the Packers <laughs> to cover the ten. The right side. You lying was, ass. I, I knew the Packers were going to win the game, though. I had that. Okay. okay, okay. And no, I was wrong. I I still went two and one last week, so I'm good. Power Plant will be back uh, with a uh, with Thursday, Thursday night, night pick. football. You Thursday cl- night football. You don't close the doors on the Power Plant just because of one day with no electricity. Oh, it's still know? in business. Yeah, yeah. You got to crank that. We're shit. Still in business. I also thought it was an electric power plant. It, it, was, it was one of the best. It ones was an yet. interesting one. You were uh, hiding behind a yeah, tree hid for behind some a reason. Tree. It was you crazy. Were. You did a very poor job of hiding behind there was the some tree. Rain Nobody's there ever too. seen that before. Some it was, hydro, it was it was like a hydro plant. It's never been done before. If you haven't been watching Micah's power plant, uh, go to his Twitters. Yeah, thank you, Ross. At Micah Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R. The, the idea behind naming it the power plant is, of course, that it's an electric segment. Do you yes. Get it? You get it? Uh-huh. And it is, of course, promotion for our friends at mybookie.ag, the only place to bet. Use promo code BACKDOOR. You don't want to call it like the wind turbine? No. <laughs> doesn't have the same. doesn't have a ring to it. Doesn't no, really. it doesn't. Uh, we had a huge weekend in college football. We Teams did. Teams were going down left and right. A lot of, a lot of top tens going down. Yeah, just, and UCF winning does not move, despite four teams in the top ten going down. Also, our, our, our boys at uh, Utah State had a, a last-second cover, by the way. Did you see that? Undefeated against the spread still. Also, uh, I believe 6-0 and or 7-0, and whatever, uh, Against the over, they they've hit the over on in every game they play. Wow! So a little parlay. Still riding them to cover with the over. State Aggies. Damn. So that guy that like chirped us for saying we don't talk about we talk about Utah State every episode. Utah State, Utah State. We're also the like, only. What more do you want? We're also the only sports podcast in the world talking Utah State football. So seriously, probably true. Um, but yeah, somebody on Twitter was like real upset. Like, what are we not talking about Utah State anymore? They're still undefeated against the spread, bro. We talked about it every fucking week. Every week. And we're going to continue as long as What, are you not listening anymore? Cover the spread. Come on. Uh, But back to the games that matter. LSU steamrolls Georgia, 36-16. to Yeah, that was an impressive one for them. In Death Valley. uh, I think a lot of... We both called this, Dylan. Good for Coach O. We were were saying, you just don't go into Death Valley at night. Go Tigers. It's a tough place to play. Go Tigers. Uh, Danger. Go Tigers. Uh, LSU kept Georgia's offense in check. It's probably Jake Fromm's worst game of his career. Joe Burrow went scooting for two touchdowns on his feet. Was, wasn't great with his arm, but uh, was electric on his feet. The SEC then fined LSU $100,000 for fans rushing the field. Damn. Which, okay, SEC, you need to you need to chill out a little bit. Uh, let, let the boys have fun. You, you kind of have to do that, though. You can't allow it because... Clemson rushes the field every game despite if they win or lose. That's like a tradition. You still can't... It has to be against the rules to do that, though, because you don't want fans mixing in with players and stuff. It just gets weird. It's dangerous. Are down there. It's a safety issue. Yeah, it's a safety issue. 
Mm, I think it's just the SEC trying to be better than one of them else. might have a shiv on them and it just gets ugly. You never know what's going to happen. You don't know what the fuck. It's just the SEC trying to be pretentious and being like, you, no, it's not. They have you've they won have to, before. They have to have a rule like against before. it. It makes sense. Uh, you got to protect the people. That's the thing I like about college football. Though. Who was like, who was the other team that? There's another team that rushed the field. Iowa State. Iowa State. Iowa State. That was a I, that was a cool one. They I believe playing, I called it. They beat West Virginia. What song were they playing at? We are the champions. No. No, that was a guess. I didn't yeah. see this. They were playing Sweet Caroline. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. The, the fans rushed the field. They started playing Sweet Caroline. Yeah, they won 30-14. to 14. Do you Obviously. think Neil Diamond's ever been to Iowa? No uh, chance. It's hard to say. Maybe uh, performed at like a casino. You got casinos, casinos in Iowa? Do they? They might. Who knows? I've never been to Iowa. No one's ever been there. But, uh, yeah, as long as Matt Campbell's there, and uh, they apparently have a quarterback in freshman Brock Purdy for the next few years. They're going to be a problem in the Big 12. They're going to ruin some seasons. They're not going to win the Big 12, but they're going to definitely, like, every year they're going to win one or two games that's going to upset the, the Big 12's playoff chances. And West Virginia was one of those teams this year. We had Oregon win 30-27. to 27 I hated the, Washington I hate the West Virginia loss, by the way. Yeah. I, want, I wanted that top 10 matchup in Austin. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. A game that I'm, I'm attending. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Will Greer only threw 15 times. Not because, like, he got hurt or anything. He just, Iowa State had the ball for yeah, the entire did, game. They didn't look awesome. Uh, Oregon beats Washington. So, next week, game day is going to Pullman for uh, Oregon-Washington State. Uh, it's the first time game day will be in Pullman. Uh, you'll know that on game day, there's a guy that always carries the Washington State Cougar flag. So, he doesn't actually have to travel from his, uh, his hometown home. Yeah, he gets to stay home. Good hey, shout him. out to it's me. It's not really how that works, but oh, that's yeah. okay. Bill, how does this Go keep ahead, happening? Bill. I Probably was just... on game day this past week, and my face was. Yeah. And it was awesome. Are you asking your listeners to do that, or are they just doing it? I asked them to do it okay. weeks ago. What do you mean that's not how it works, Mike? The uh, Washington State fans have a, a group, and they, they FedEx the flag to uh, a different they, location. It's not the, just one dude keep who's the flag going to game day. All right, whatever. No, it is impressive, but it's not just one guy who's like, all right, this week we're headed to <laughs> fucking Iowa. Could you imagine? You, you never know. I, oh, I do know. This it, is a well-known thing. There's people that have written about this. It's right, also look, impressive. But I'm not, I, I'm not trying to pick a fight. I'm just, it's cool. Okay. Shouts to okay. Washington State. Let's get back to the Bill thing, because this is tight. Bill's stupid, ugly face was front and center on ESPN. Mugshot. Um, it it's, mug it's a handsome mugshot. It's a handsome It's a handsome mugshot. Uh, the Ross Bullen podcast. Yeah, some dude took my mugshot and slapped his Venmo on it and got to the like front and center of game day. So I woke up to all these text messages on Saturday uh, from people, you know, taking pictures of their TVs or whatever. I sent the dude a hundo, and you uh, broke him off a piece. It was awesome. It was fucking very cool thing to wake up to. Game day is it, it's a fun experience, man. And it is, you know. but I, I believe like when you go to game day, you're not allowed to drink. You're not. So you're not yeah, allowed you to wait drink. Hours They're very in. strict about the type of shit you can bring well, it's in. It's also at you know very early in the morning. It is. Right? It's like fucking eight a.m. So it's, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be drinking coffee. I just figured I she was a raging alcoholic, but no, they uh, they they're pretty hardcore about what you can and can't take in there in that little area where it's fenced off or whatever. I've looked into this. Have you ever participated in game no, day? No, I would. They've I mean, never I'll, come to UCF's campus, so no. I don't think we've ever had him at Texas State either. Um, you know? <laughs> I don't think they've ever been like, you know what? We should give the Bobcats some love and do game day at, at, at uh, Texas yeah, State. Yeah, they've been awesome a few times. They were in Dallas for the Texas OU game. Oh, yeah. Have you been? I haven't done it, no. Uh, yeah, I think early the, for uh, me on the whole like, you can't booze in the, in the square area thing sucks a little bit. I, I don't know. That feels like you're going to lose a lot of the people yeah. that would normally go. But, I mean, 
kind of grew up on game day. Every Saturday as a yeah, kid, that's you would just the po- turn it on and be like stoked for game it's day. This fucking day of the week. Yeah. It's uh, definitely there's like a nostalgic vibe to it as well. Um, yeah, but they need to get rid of old man winter up there. Fucking Lee. Holy uh, hell! Do you want to put down Lee Corso? Oh, uh, dude, I've it's been bad. asking for years now. <laughs> his for his him to brain go away. does not work like it used to, and he's just, he's talks. His delivery is really slow. He, looks, have, he looks confused half the time. Yeah, it's sad. It Sometimes sad. they give him a gun to fire. They probably shouldn't do that. Look, it happens to old people. When you get old, your brain slows down, and you get dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever the fuck. Uh, and he puts Corso had a stroke. On. Like yeah, that's several what it was. years ago, and he he's done an admirable job. But it's time to to put it. Didn't Bill Murray body slam him I like get two com- years ago? <laughs> Dude, I get uncomfortable watching it. We were driving to Alabama on Saturday, and so we listened to the to, uh, game day instead of seeing it on TV. And it's somehow worse on the radio because, uh. like, if you ever notice, and, and the next time you watch, you'll see this, they never just show Corso by himself. They always have a two-shot of him next to Herb Street. Yeah. And Herb Street has basically just, like, babysitting him at all times. Yes. Like, he laughs at all his jokes. He leans into him. It's like a son, a, a grandfather, That's exactly what it looks like. And, and Herb Street looks like he's uncomfortable sitting next to him. Yeah, but it's also sort of endearing for Herb Street sure. that, yeah. he, that he looks after this sweet old man. <laughs> but when you're on the radio and you can only hear him just stumble over his words and then uh, Herb Street kind of like smiles and goes, okay, yeah, I don't, I disagree with that, but that's all right, on to the next thing. Yeah. It's it's more painful. <laughs> the, the issue with Lee is he's obviously like a national treasure. He's been on fucking game day forever. Everybody knows who he is. And he's like the lovable little grandpa that you want on Saturday morning. But he's he just is not bringing anything to the show anymore. And you know they know that. But they can't let go. Like, yeah. the, you know at the studio, they're like, all right, who's going to tell Mr. Corso that he's no longer part of game day? And no one wants that job, so no one does it. And yeah, now, well, now he's still up there, and they just have to tell Herb Street to babysit Look him. after It has a lot to do with us coming to terms with our own age now. It's like, fuck, Lee's losing his mind. Herb Street used to look like the same age. He was ageless for like 10 years, and now he's starting to go south a little bit. It's because he has to yeah. babysit Lee. That's but, probably uh, it. This is, for the record, respect the elderly. And uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. like. But, but when it's time to put them in a home, put them in a home. They don't need to be on TV if they can't keep their shit together anymore. Just... Let them go out to the woods yeah. or whatever. What do you, whatever, whatever we do with the old people. <laughs> we just take them out to the woods. You're free. You know, maybe if he's uh, <laughs> only the strong survive, maybe he'll be like one of those two turkeys that just floats back a week later. Yeah. If he just shows up in, in Pullman, Washington, they then can't can say no. Yeah. Right, exactly. yeah. I think that's the move. The other two are still missing, by the way. Just oh. stop stop facilitating his travel. But if he arrives, eh, he's yeah. here. Let's, let's let him do two segments. Let's see what he does. Yeah. Then we have Michigan State beat Penn State 21-17. Michigan State uh, has won a close game for the second straight season. Last 29 games, Penn State is 24-5. and five. Those five losses are by combined 12 points. I didn't realize this. So, I, I, In fact, it's not even that I didn't realize. Like I had no idea that they were on that kind of a roll right now. 20, with, with Franklin, yeah. 24-5? and five? Not great in close games. Yeah, he's 24-5. and five. But those five losses, he loses by like one or two points every time. Brutal. You're gonna take so, 24 and five, aren't you? Like, yeah, yeah. Even for like a, if you're a fan, not I wouldn't say a down year for Penn State, but like a, it's not, not. There's no national championship aspirations. It's still a pretty good season yeah. for Penn State. Michigan rolled Wisconsin 38 to 13. Poor Jared. I think Jared. That game was ugly too. He put his yeah. heart and soul and his money into this game, and didn't he go? Boy, did he get stomped. Who? That's a bad feeling. He didn't go. No. Oh, okay. 
He bet on it too. Oh, he put so much money on Wisconsin. He said he kept betting the live line, <laughs> like four figs. No, no, Jared. Jared's Jared a bets like roller. a pussy. Yeah. Like uh, okay, he'll know. he'll come in talking about how he got fucking destroyed gambling, the, and I'm yeah. like, what happened? He's like, I lost forty five bucks, <laughs> and I'm like, Jared, I lost seven grand this weekend. Shut the fuck. <laughs> he's up. He's the dude that like just bitches about how he's down like you know thirty bucks, forty bucks. And you're like, God damn it, Jared. Like, <sighs> yeah, no, that's. An important thing about gambling is that it is all relative. Like whether or not you uh, are like Jared and you're able to keep your units real low and still have fun, or you have to be like me and bet big to feel alive. It's all relative. We're on the same game. Except yeah. Except you, Jared, who is a moron. Or you bet big to stay alive, but you don't have like that kind of bankroll either. Right, no, yeah, like, like I, don't, I don't have any of the money that I'm gambling with, but I'm but I'm here and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> and that's the part that matters. And sometimes it's just survive in advance. Every week, survive in advance. As long as you don't have to pay your bookie, I'm just filling up right. my savings account right now. USC beat uh, an undefeated Colorado, so there are no more undefeated teams in the Pac-12. Uh, Virginia beat Miami, 16-13. Tennessee knocks off Auburn. Auburn's just kind of tailspinning right now. Uh, not a not a good spot for the the Auburn Tigers. What is the deal with with that? Would Auburn's just not good this year? Yeah, they're I don't watch them play. Mm. They're not very good. Uh, my UCF Knights pulled one out in Memphis, snapped Memphis's uh, 12-game home win streak, 31-30. We're uh, we're down 30 to 17, uh, fourth and one on our own 29, and we decided to go for it. Oh. Big old balls on Josh Heupel. Uh Taj McGowan took it to the fucking house, and that was the turning point for the game. There you go. Yeah, testicles. Uh, it was right before the wedding too, so I was getting ready, and I was gonna be very, I was gonna be in a very bad mood for this wedding if my team lost. If UCF fucking lost to Memphis. Didn't you end up going to the wrong wedding anyway? Does it matter? Um, we went to the wrong ceremony. Uh-huh. So there, there's two Troon country clubs. There's Troon okay. golf club or country club and there's Troon North. We went to Troon, went to the wrong wedding because I obviously only in the wedding, I only knew the bride and the groom. So uh-huh. like looking around, I didn't really know anybody else. So it, it seemed normal. And so, so people came out. And when uh, yeah the bride came walking down and it wasn't Paige, it, it I was, was like, oh how, yeah, we're at the wrong. Dude, how did you not f- just bust out laughing and like ruin the whole ceremony? Oh, we did. Uh, except uh, we, my girlfriend tried to have me keep it together, and I was just laughing the entire time. I mean, that is next level funny. That's you're wow. just sitting there, and some other chick walks out like this total stranger. I'm like that's that's not, you're not even supposed to be there. Well, I'm supposed to be here. Good uh, shit. And then we rolled into the right wedding because this uh, ceremony was only, it was pretty short. They kept it short. It was like 15, 20 minutes. Uh, the next country club was five minutes down the road. We peel in. It's an outdoor wedding, and everyone just see, sees us like hauling ass oh into the God. parking lot. So, nice. dang it, Dan. Classy. You know, we missed their ceremony, but the uh, the reception was nice. It was it was good. Uh, it was ceremonies fun. are overrated. Yeah, I got a nice little shout out in the uh, the bridesmaid speech or the maid of honor speech. So, did you really? I did. What? What? In what, what context? You gonna tell uh, us? No, we won't laugh together. Okay. Much to the chagrin of my girlfriend, it was uh. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Interesting. Sounds like the trip from hell. It was a fun trip. Frankly, every trip you've gone on. You know what? It was a fun trip. I'm not great at weddings. Apparently, something always happens at weddings. Are you a suit guy at weddings, Dan? You have a suit? Yeah. I got a nice fitted uh, blue suit. Uh, Yeah, I could see you being buttoned down and tie guy. And everyone's like, why couldn't Dan get dressed up? Yeah. It's black tie. Dan's wearing a fucking high school homecoming outfit. I don't tie, though. Because my neck's too big for, like, the way the shirts fit me, uh... My neck's a little bigger, Dan. Jesus that's Christ. that's ridiculous. That's, a, that's an insane. That's not excuse. an insane thing. Like, yes, it, you know they, I, you know you can like get a custom shirt right that fits your you neck. You just said out loud, "I'm too jacked for ties." 
That's the dumbest. Dan, <laughs> you know there are guys a lot bigger than you who wear who wear ties every day. Every day. Yeah, but like to get a shirt that fits both my arms. Get one like, of those. Oh my god! Get stop. one of those McGregor suits. You know, I'm Dude. not trying to like ball out. Shaq has shirts. Shaq has uh, shirts. Yeah. I just I just spent I bought out for a custom made like well fitted <laughs> suit. I don't need the shirt I got was a nice little mizzen. Hey, wasn't Shaq oh. at ACL? Yeah, he was. What the fuck was that? <laughs> he actually did like a he performed with someone I think. I saw yeah. pictures of him on stage. Yeah. I just don't know what he was doing in Austin. No, he's a DJ. I'm he's DJ confused. Diesel. You're kidding. No, he's an actual DJ. DJ Diesel is his DJ name. Mm -hmm. I mean, Shaq to Shaq. he can pretty much do whatever he wants now. It's a, a nice life. I just didn't know. I just was very confused by seeing him down. I guess he wanted to get one more fun weekend in before the NBA season kicked off. But yeah, instead of a tie, I go pocket square. Kinda. You go pocket square without a tie? Mm -hmm. It's a good look. Philly. It's a good look. All right. Philly, no tie nation, stand up. Uh, Notre Dame survived against Pitt 19 to 14. Notre Dame didn't look very good. Uh, but they remain number four in the AP. Texas survives. Texas didn't look great against Baylor. Uh, I'm just really worried about Ellinger and his shoulder. Luckily, it's a bye week, so he's an extra week to uh, let that thing rest. And I don't know what the fuck wrong with the shoulder, man. But that's a little scary. Hey, Without him, that offense is terrible. Can I credit you again for being correct yeah, sure. about the line? Um, and oh, by the way, I'm just gonna piss you We're off. We're talking about the line was 14. I took it anyway. What? Uh, right before the game, just because I'm a degenerate. And, and for the record, I did have a good day. It balanced out, and I ended up making a bunch of money anyway. So it was you okay. Texted but me. I fuck, I'm, I'm an idiot. I, I'm just stupid. That's, Te that's Texas all there is plays to. up or down to the competition. Until Dylan fails. And he actually, fuck that. Even when he fails, it, he, he'll still be like 1 and 15 or 15 and 1 whenever you finally miss on one of these. But every Texas I told line, you that I've Texas ever is, taken. Yeah. I said Texas is probably 20 points better than Baylor, but I worry about the, the OU hangover. Which yes. was real, and of course Ellinger getting hurt, you know, in the Didn't first help. quarter wasn't ideal. Yeah, that sucked. No, but because that offense with Buchel is terrible. Yeah, it's not the same. No, it's not the same. Um, but anyway, listen to me, Billy. I I did, but then I didn't, and I'm just saying, I'm giving you credit. All right, you, well, thank you were you. right again. That's all. That's all it takes. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to uh, San Diego State head coach Rocky Long, who won his 69th game at San Diego State. Nice. He now has a winning percentage of. 69.69.69 percent or no 69.6969 nice. percent nice repeating nice. in san diego nice so nice nice you gotta like that ap poll now <laughs> is now alabama one ohio state two clemson three notre dame four lsu five michigan six texas seven yeah th they jumped just because you know top 10 texas. teams lost not because they looked great because they didn't Georgia eight, Oklahoma nine. Somehow, uh, three 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 last games were a seven point win against Army, a loss to Texas, and they beat the the bye week this week. So they, they moved up by beating the bye. UCF ten just stayed still. Eleven is Florida, and we'll go top twelve. Oregon at twelve. I have a question, Dylan. What's, What's the up? realistic expectation for you for the remainder of the season? Like in a short answer for Texas. What do you, what is the goal here? Because obviously to win they're the not big a twelve eighteen. The to goal me. is to Win the Big 12 and make the playoff. Okay. That would and, be and a huge gets, success for Texas. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Huge. And then you just get smushed by whoever you And then hopefully play. you don't get matched up against Bama. <laughs> <laughs> because beat, that would be ugly. Texas would lose by ass. probably yeah. 25 to uh, Bama. We're just overlooking the fact that they lost to Maryland. But they're Texas. Well, it's, they're a, big it's name. a different team. It's a huge ranked. name. It's, it's a, a big name school. 
look, they are they are getting the program Texas, back to where it needs Texas to be. Texas can absolutely beat every team left on its schedule. Okay. West Virginia is obviously the, the toughest opponent so left. That's the that's going to be a tough game, but it's in Austin. That's big. And then you get the Big Twelve Championship, and who knows if if OU plays Texas again in the Big Twelve Championship, OU's probably going to win that game. It's a funky. You can't beat OU twice. Funky top ten. It is at this point. Yeah. Are you worried about Iowa State at all? No. How or, would th- or that game at Tech? What do you have to do if the you... game at Tech is a, is a concern? But the toughest game, like I said, is still going to be West Virginia at yeah. home. What but do you yeah, have to Tech's... do if you're Central Florida? Like, no, this is our peak. We hit a glass ceiling. Okay. We're, we're not. We're not going anywhere else. This is it. This we're gonna win it. out. We're gonna go undefeated. We'll go to another uh, New Year's Six Bowl, and we'll win that against like a, a, a upper level SEC team, and we'll call it a season. Maybe claim another national championship. It <laughs> doesn't it. sound too bad to Why me. Why not? You know, just it keep winning. Fun. Run it back next year too. If yeah. Mackenzie Milton just stays. keep going. At some point, they gotta let you in. Eh, maybe. No, they don't. No, they don't. They don't have to. You right. don't have to. They don't have to at all. Hmm. But. Let's get a word from our our new sponsor, Me Undies. Yeah, I always thought that Me Undies was that really cool underwear brand with the fun, crazy prints. But it wasn't until I actually tried them on that I realized, holy shit, they're seriously the most comfortable thing I ever worn. They really are unbelievably comfortable. You've seen them. I have some in route. I haven't tried them on yet. The anticipation is killing me. It's killing you? Yes. Yeah, I own some of these. I've gotten them for Christmas before, and they are very, 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 very comfortable. Uh, Obviously, fall is here now. They've got all these great Halloween prints, jack-o'-lanterns and such, available on, uh, you know, boxers and ballettes. Very festive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, before this, I didn't really understand how important underwear was. I would just kind of get, like, I'd buy in bulk and just kind of, like, my boys would just... Just hang down there? Just hang down there, but they weren't they I've weren't fully said, supported. Yeah. I've always said two things you need to splurge on for a high quality, and that's shoes and underwear mm. for a man. You gotta have, both those got to be high quality. The it, underwear it makes a big difference. I think particular. that just comes with maturity, though. You, you realize, hey. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I'm wearing Levi's right now. I'll buy some cheap jeans. I'll buy a cheap shirt. I won't buy cheap shoes, though. Yeah. I won't buy cheap underwear. But, I, like, all these years I've been living my, like, my life the wrong way by with – Cheap underwear. Yeah, it's it's once you step into a pair of these, uh, they use a micromodal fabric, which is three times softer than regular cotton. It's like you, the family jewels are being caressed by clouds. Yeah, it's going to blow yeah. your mind. Um, they release multiple front, fun prints each month in matching socks and bralettes. Uh, again, the, the Halloween stuff they've got out right now is very, very good. And uh, if you wanted to, you could even get a matching pair with your boyfriend or girlfriend. And have the same underwear on, Dan. Wouldn't that be exciting? Maybe you and me get the same boxers, and we wear them. We go to a Halloween party and same boxers. Yeah, yeah. But the biggest thing about me undies is a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. You're going to love the undies, but if you're not into them for whatever reason, me undies will do whatever they can to get you into the right pair. And if they can't, you get to keep them, and they'll refund you. So it really is truly a risk-free situation for you to try the best underwear ever. Yeah, so if you go to uh, MeUndies.com slash BDC, you can get 15% off your first pair uh, with free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, like you said. Yeah. Make sure to go to MeUndies.com slash BDC. As in backdoor cover. Yes. Yeah. That's the name that's of the, the show. That's the name of the show. Yeah. Our show. But I was thinking about this. So, Ross, you guys, the RBP gang, mm-hmm. you, got, you, call, you just call... Your fans gang, right? Or just RBP gang? Yeah, we're an organized crime syndicate. Touch and, base, touch and base has touchers. We're touchers. What, what would we call like BDC listeners? Backdoor boys. 
Backdoor boys. How about how about door stoppers? Okay, backdoor boys is really funny. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, the only thing is, it it doesn't include the ladies, and there's yeah. there's some of them out there. So do- there are, we probably have like six six ladies, listeners. six female listeners. We, we've had a few calls from the female really fans. Yeah, I don't recall. I mean, they could, just, the be like, the they could just be like backdoor baddies or something. I don't know. Backdoor Ooh, baddies. backdoor boys and backdoor baddies. Yeah, there's there's no sexual innu- innuendo whatsoever no. there. No. This is about gambling on sports. It's funny. Yeah. When we started this show, my maturity level was at like a place that I thought that naming it Bat Door Cover was funny because of the double entendre. It's even funnier to me now, which <laughs> I don't know if that means I'm regressing or what, but it's fu- it cracks me up. Backdoor boys. Yeah. That's what we call, that's what we call our people. <laughs> I like backdoor baddies. For yeah, the, for the ladies, yeah. yeah. That or door stoppers. Oh, good God. Now it's just getting <laughs> that's weird. That's just degrading. That's just like a butt plug simile going on or something. I don't even know. Let's just talk about baseball, Dan. Let's do it. Uh, the Brewers up 2-1, and uh, your Astros are currently tied with the Red Sox 1-1. Yeah, the Brewers. Going to Houston, though. Brewers-Dodgers has been uh, interesting. Brewers are good. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. But it's fucked up because I'm, I'm obviously, I'm very torn. I want to play the Dodgers in the World Series because... They're, they're the Dodgers. They're yeah, but you Angeles. shit on them last year. I know, but more people will watch. If it's Milwaukee, Houston, no one is watching yeah. this. And we have a historically Do you really care about team. that? You care about ratings? Now I do because we're going for back-to-back. Yeah, I kind of understand. So as a guy whose Phillies in my lifetime only beat the Rays in a World Series, it's like people overlook that World Series. Yep. It's like it didn't count. It's, it's like fucking you beat weak. the fucking Rays. It's fucking weak, but that's the way it is. And when you have a really shitty finals matchup, whether it be in the Super Bowl or the NBA or the MLB or the NHL, it takes away from it uh, when you don't feel like everybody's watching. You know what I mean? Like the whole fucking country's watching. When you know that everybody in the Northeast is like, yeah, I'm not watching Milwaukee, Houston. Sorry. You're going to watch the Brew Crew? That pisses me off. Yeah. And I don't want that shit. I want my boys to get as much shine as they possibly can, assuming that we get past the fucking incredibly good uh, Boston Red Sox first. I will say, they, the Brewers have the greatest hat of all time. And it's good that, ass. It's a cool hat. It's that uh, glove ball combo. Yeah. That makes an MB. <laughs> they had a dude on the mound last night to I can't I think he was closing, uh, with like straight up hair like from uh what's the what's the movie that has all right, all right, all right. Days and confused. Days and confused. Like straight out of the fucking seventies. Up there on the mound with like mild acne, a seventies haircut, just throwing gas. And I was like, shit, man. Is that the racist dude? Are the Brewers yeah, really yeah. good? That's the racist guy. He's racist too? <laughs> dude, he, he pitched in the All-Star game, and while he was on the mound, like someone was doing a deep dive into him and exposed some old racist tweets or something. Like racist against black people or uh, just in general? I, don't, I, don't I think they were just questionable. And they were fr- when he was like 12. And so, yeah. And they so were, it was a very deep dive. He, he, like, but, he like okay. hits the locker room and I'm just like, yeah, I, just, I just played in the All-Star game. Hey, by the way. Everyone knows you're a racist now. Oh, it, that's was like, it was really unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Oh, just for the record, I think that people who grow up in really racist areas, uh, when you're a kid, you should be given a bit of a pass. Like a 12-year-old. Yeah, I don't know if he was actually 12, but it was a long know. time ago for sure. Anyway, I'm not saying racism is okay in any shape or form. I'm saying you should be at least allowed a maturity level to where you could correct the fucking problem. And it doesn't help that he has the look of someone who might be racist. <laughs> who, would say, who would say racist. He looks yeah. incredibly racist. Yeah, yeah. It's nah. in his face. I was, I was just looking at him on the mound. I was like, this is the exact type of motherfucker you do not want to see step up there under the bump while you're having a hit. Because you, you're not hitting this dude. Yeah, he's, 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 got, he's he, nasty. He's got the evil in his soul. Yeah. And you can see it in his fucking face. He's going to burn you. <laughs> anyway, I like his haircut, though. It's awful. 
How are we feeling terrible. about uh, the Red Sox series? Though? I'm, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, I, mean, I would look, be too if I was you. I got the Astros tonight. I'm psyched in this. This, we, this, is a, this is a great matchup. This is a very fun baseball to watch. Ton of star power. Ooh, got on the both roof teams. closed tonight. I'm sure. I thought the game was tomorrow. I'm a terrible fan. It is um, tonight, right? I believe it's at four o'clock, so it's not oh. even night. It's like in the middle of the day, which really just changes up my whole. That place feels so different with the roof closed. It, it, there's gonna be some bombs. People are gonna hit bombs. Bregman, Alex Bregman. For those of you who don't know Bregman, because he hasn't really gotten a ton of like national accolades yet. Is our third baseman on the Houston Astros. He's very, very good. He's super cocky. Uh, we call him Cocky Breggs in my my friend circle. He's unfucking believably good on both sides of the ball. Uh, defensively, he's, an, uh, he's vastly improved third baseman. I don't know how he doesn't win a Gold Glove at this point, but he's just waiting. He fucking hates everyone that's not on his team. He's one of these psychotic players that like. I would compare him to a Patrick Beverly type of dude. When he's on your squad, you love him. Yeah. When he's on any other team, you fucking hate him. And he hates everybody. Like I, Every time he steps into the box, they're refusing to throw strikes to him. Uh, he's been walked a ton, and he's getting really, really frustrated. It is only a matter of time before he just bombs somebody, and I got a feeling that's going to be this afternoon. And I'm loving it. Dude, this is my shit. This is the time of year where... There's so so much good sports going on. It's ridiculous. It's hard to do anything else. Like, we got baseball. The NBA kicks off again today. The NFL, college football, hockey's, hockey's back. ramping up too. It's fucked. It's this is. I love this shit. This is what I live for right here. Yeah. I the, the only thing about the Astros is I miss that little hill in center field. Yeah, oh, that hill was trash. It was fun when we had that dumbass hill. That was the stupidest it's thing. Just an, an ankle snap waiting to happen. What the fuck? We had it for like dumbest thing. Years. And there's a pole in the middle of it. <laughs> Inside like, what the, the fuck field. are you doing? In the field of play. Yes, they were like, a let's pole. put this flagpole here. Oh, let's just put a, a pad, some pads around it. No one's going to get <laughs> this hurt. This is the spot. Not only let's build this little hill for no reason. The dumbest let's put thing this flagpole ever. In it. I'm so glad they got rid of that. Uh, it was it was just so fucking stupid. It was so stupid. I can't believe nobody had a career-ending, like, it's not even the ankle, it's the Achilles that concerns me, because you're stepping on that, like, uphill slope. R.I.P. Tal's Hill. Yeah, there was, like, a 120-foot difference between the left field porch (laughs) and the center field fence. It was, like, 438 (laughs) out there or something stupid. Yeah, you couldn't, yeah, it was silly. I love the the things that, uh, the little, like, kind of gimmicks that a lot of baseball parks have, especially the older parks, like Fenway. Like the short or the short porch and and right yeah, yeah the one in Houston uh, I mean it, it's kind of it's kind of pretty monstery type of uh, fence out there it's short and you a, need to poke it over fence. that thing we we've seen it a couple times already uh, Yuli poked one out over that right field fence it felt like it was a pop or not even a pop out like a weak ass line out that he barely got a hold of and somehow it was a home run uh, I don't know man playoff baseball is so fun it's so fucking intense it is yeah. But even like the Green Monster, FM way, it's like you have to play the ball a certain way off Dude, the wall. It's, okay, it's just such a different dynamic than most fucking fields. The Green Monster is still the best gimmick of any field in sports. Period. Like in any sport, it's pretty sweet. It's outrageous when you get the view of, of somebody, a ball traveling towards that thing. You have no idea where this yeah. thing's hitting on that wall. You know it's not going over. People are running full speed into it and shit. We had, I think it was Yuli, same guy I just mentioned, who hit it like full speed head first, and we had to take a 15 minute break for him to collect himself <laughs> on the field because he knocked the air out of his. He hit it he like had chest to pick first. Pick his teeth up off the ground. Yeah, and it, it's just crazy to me that they, that thing's been out there for this long. It's like 40 fucking feet high. It feels like it feels like the wall from Game of Thrones. You got to hit a baseball over it. You got to think they're gonna upgrade stadiums in the next, I don't know, 10, 
15 nah. years. They will never get rid of They'll Fenway. hold that thing until no. it's got so much mold. Dude, that, that's an old-ass old stadium. Gonna that's an old-ass stadium. But it's on a but city block, my, though. They don't have any room to, like, upgrade. If they were to up, upgrade it, update it, or build a new one, you think they would they'd probably keep the wall, huh? I think they should, would at least need to make the wall not... It is straight, like, running into a brick wall right now. There's Baseball no will fucking end padding. before Fenway gets knocked down. They need to put some padding on that bitch. It's too dangerous. You're running full speed into it. What about Wrigley? You have the behind the uh, the vines is just a brick wall. Yeah, the vines. The vines. Wrigley does job. is that's that's my favorite. That is such a tight fucking. You know place. what's weird? I've heard conflicting things about Fenway from players. Some people don't like going there. They don't like playing there. I don't know why. Well, it's gimmicky. It's not. It's Dude, not a it, real. It, it just feels like baseball more than any other place you can go to. Wrigley. Oh yeah. Yeah, not Fenway. Wrigley. Wrigley. I've never been to Fenway, to be fair. I haven't been to Fenway either, to be fair. I'm just saying I hear conflicting shit about Fenway. Some guys don't like playing there. I wouldn't um, like to play outfield there because of the brick wall behind the That might be Ivy. what it is. Yeah. Wrigley's unfucking real If it's you ever tight. get the chance to go, go. I've only been, uh, I've been twice now. It feels like a really big, like, triple-A park. Yes. Because, like, it's just, it's just raw feeling. You, yeah, you have that, the, I, that's the best, you just described it. Yeah. Plus, you have all those bars there in Wrigleyville. Or yeah. Wrigleyville. It's a dope place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, though, NBA opening night tonight. Yes. We got my Sixers at the Boston Celtics and uh, OKC visiting the defending champions, Golden State Warriors. We're talking basketball? Fuck. We're talking basketball opening I'm night. I'm not ready for this. I'll say this for this NBA season. Um, I think it's probably the least hyped in recent memory as a result of uh, the, the Warriors the early situation. Start. And they, they added and the Cousins. Start. Yeah. Uh, look. Look, Boogie's not getting around until at least Christmas. Yes, that and just ignore the Warriors. The rest of the league is still very exciting. There's a lot of fun shit going on. I mean, we've got a weird uh, Frankenstein of a team that, that LeBron has assembled in the Lakers. I'm excited to see like how we're going to stack up against these Celtics who are fully healthy this year Yes, with uh, Gordon Hayward and Kyrie. Yeah, there's still a ton of talent. Celtics are really good. A ton of really fun teams to watch. Um I know everybody wants to think it's just a preconceived notion. This is all bullshit. The Warriors are just going to win again anyway. Maybe they are. But honestly, I don't really give a fuck. I don't really I'm not that worried about it. Like yeah. I'm going to enjoy the regular season no matter what and enjoy the playoffs college no football, matter what. College football this year, I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. But, but you Alabama's know Bama's going to win the national championship. Yeah, yeah, it's it doesn't affect me that much. And uh, I wish more people would just try to look at the the league as a whole rather you know what, than just Ross? focus on the fucking Warriors. Sometimes it's not about the destination. It's, it's a journey. journey. Yeah puke and we got to pray that at least one of these motherfuckers gets injured the, <laughs> i'll let the, you i'll let you pray for that that's the, the journey though the they, playoffs that they trip and fall Whew. yeah we need down a crevice like off a cliff though because yeah. this is their starting lineup is a, is comical it's kevin durant steph curry draymond green uh clay thompson and boogie what the fuck yeah that's an all-star absurd. team yeah that's, a, that's not fair they're going to be the first team to have all five starters on the fucking All-Star team. No, they probably won't because Boogie's hurt. But anyway, try to they'll, enjoy they'll the season. still somehow make the All-Star team. Just have fun. On. And let's let's all be team fuck San Francisco and the whole Golden State area together. The whole rest of the country needs to gang up on these people. Are we saying fuck, fuck San Fran, not uh, Oakland? Uh, fuck. Wait, are they moving? Did they move already? Never say fuck Oakland. I'm not trying to get stabbed. The Oakland, you people are cool with me. Everybody else. Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm talking about like the tech moguls. Yeah, the actually, shit poor fit. Oakland though, because the Raiders are moving. I think, yeah, Oakland's getting boned. I think Golden State's moving arenas to San Francisco. It, it's, yeah. it's already not their team. None of these people in Oakland can afford to go to the games because they got all these tech moguls sitting in the fucking seats. Yeah. These people, and they don't even know what, how the rules of basketball. It's, it's sad. That's fair. Oh, 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 one more thing. Sorry, Curry, Steph Curry. Massive Red Sox fan. Never stepped foot in Boston. It's except weird. to play the Celtics. He's from Carolina. Big Panthers. How does that happen? He's the most hateable motherfucker. I, well, I guess hate this guy. North Carolina doesn't have a baseball team. The closest team would be what? Like the Braves? Dude, then root for the Maybe team the in the city you Washington? play for. Or know. something. Him being a Red Sox yeah, bandwagoner is just next how level. How are you not an Oakland A's fan? He's an asshole. The same reason you chew on your mouth guard all game, every game. And by the way, just for the record, I do recognize the fact that Steph Curry is the greatest shooter in the history of the sport, so leave me alone. Yes. Thank you. Where's Clay? <laughs> I don't know, 15th? Somewhere in the top 20. Mm. Curry's better, much better. Yeah, I know. Uh, we got a hotline. Number is 800-392-6344. Today we have three calls. Again, that is 800-392-6344. Micah, play that first call. Dan Ross. Dylan, Micah, this is Jake Shuptrine from the University of Alabama. Uh, was hoping to see Micah at the bar last night. We were going to take shots and talk shit about Dan. Really unfortunate that he wasn't there. Uh, but Micah wanted to know, how did we do as a fan base? Other than the loss, how was such lucid? Did we have a good time? And are we really the redneck degenerate folks that the rest of the country thinks that we are? Do we do a good job hosting it? All I know, great podcast, guys. Keep it up. I didn't really understand what he said at the beginning of the call, but I will say I had a wonderful time at Bama. The people were incredibly nice. And of all of the places I've seen a college football game, I believe Bama is the best. I've been to LSU. I've been to Ole Miss. I've oh. been to Oklahoma. I've been to games at UT. Uh, you know, you can. I've been to a lot of places. I've been to most of the schools in the Big 12. Bama was really that good. I saw you went to Gillette's. I went to Gillette's. Um, the, the stadium is incredible. I'm still I still have Dixieland delight stuck in my head when they sang it and the entire stadium shook. It was quite it was just bananas. It did was they say really, fuck Auburn? Uh, in LSU. Yeah, but the way they did Tennessee it, they too? they piped in music so it said beat Auburn instead of fuck Auburn, mm-hmm. like over the loudspeaker, so they couldn't. And if you take that out, the rest of the stuff is fine. Um, but the stadium literally shook at that point, and uh, it was fun. The people were very nice. I had no no one talk shit. Uh, we did take a shuttle from Birmingham to Tuscaloosa on game day, which is like an hour. And uh, the guy who ran the shuttle said some vaguely racist things and made fun of the Alabama fans for on the bus for not actually going to Alabama, um, <laughs> which it was w- was funny. Uh, he was like, "Can you believe we got we got a lot of Missouri folks here? Uh, we even have uh, two pe- two white people from Washington D.C. Can you believe that?" Oh, I saw this like, video you put. That on was your... strange. And then he was <laughs> wow. like. Said something about like, oh, you Missouri people, y- y'all are smart. Y'all, y'all went to the school there. I can tell. None of the none of the rednecks on this bus actually went to Alabama. But uh, uh, roll tide. And, uh, this guy sounds like he crushed it. Yeah, <laughs> he really put on a performance. We were like, hey, bro, we're, we're running late here, and yeah, he was just doing a little stand up thing. He told some story about uh, dating a girl that didn't drink. It was is weird. It was all over the map. That being said, the people at Alabama were fantastic. Everybody was very nice. Yeah. I got recognized a, a couple of times. People were nice. I sorry to this guy that I didn't get a chance to see you. Another thing that was sneaky uh, awesome was that I had cell service the entire game, so I saw Dylan taking cheap shots at me on Twitter. Oh shit! But uh, that's okay. I you had were a great able to time. Defend yourself. 
and uh, and I in was able to defend myself and, and hashtag block several people from inside the stadium, which I've never done before. Uh, but yeah, I, I could not recommend Alabama highly enough uh, for the, our college fam, college fans out there. The frat scene there was, was great. super cool too. Um, I'm I'm far removed. Did you get but involved like, in the machine? I unfortunately I did. I was not approached by anyone in, in the machine, but uh, it was great. If you get a chance to go to Bama, by all means, go do it. It was fun. Stop so. blocking people on Twitter. These people are trying to interact with you. <laughs> no, man. I, I love you. I, have a I love zero block. My, my the, the blocker. You come at me. You're gonna get a, a tweet first. It says hashtag, hashtag blocked. So you then you'll see it in your notifications, and, and then, then you'll get, get blocked. blocked. And then yeah. next thing you know, I've you're never done. blocked a single person. I, it's on so Twitter. funny, man. Oh, I blocked a bunch. No, but uh, yeah, no. I have to just to reiterate like how awesome Tuscaloosa is. I was there. I think G- sophomore junior year IFC trip right after the uh, tornado. So we did like a cleanup trip or whatever and then we partied at night and yeah i mean the the people that actually go to alabama can't be more like they're so nice and yes 100 percent, super friendly people great people uh whenever i take shots at alabama it's usually the t-shirt fans but i would never say of which there seemed to be many but not, not where we were so big shouts to them yeah next call hey backdoor coverage jake from cincinnati and i want to know what your favorite game time is to tailgate Bearcats uh, have been having a lot of new games lately. Truthfully, not a big fan. Uh, just want to get your thoughts on it. Also, shout out DJ Crime Dong. I like the two thirty start time. Central time, it's it's two thirty. I guess it's three thirty for East Coast people. Yeah. Um, because after the game, you still have time to go do shit if you want to. Go, yeah. And go out to the bars. Go home and shower first before you go to the bars. Um, plus. You know, all morning, if you get out there early enough, you have hours of tailgating. So, that, to me, that's the best. You're not rushing, like, an 11 a.m. start where you're, you're drinking at, like, 7.30 in the right. morning. Yeah. You're already hungover from You can the start at before. 10 a.m. and, you know, drink for a few hours to go to the game. Uh, maybe get a beer at halftime. And then after, you keep keep it going. And then the late kickoffs, that's just an entire adventure trying to figure out when to drink, when to stop drinking, when to start drinking. You're a zombie at the end of those games, usually. Yeah, yeah it's I'm, a long I'm an 11 a.m. guy, especially now. Just to get it over with? For... When I was in school, the best. I shouldn't have been ever allowed more time to drink than that. That was it. I needed like a few hours max. And then now that I'm out of school and I'm old and I don't drink, it, I don't want to stand around that long. I'm not trying to stand around the whole fucking day doing nothing. I feel you. I'm glad Dylan mentioned the uh, go home, shower, take a nap thing for a 2.30 start, which is really like, I remember some of the craziest, most fun things we ever did in college were after 2.30 games where you go, you party. And then after the game, like everybody comes back and like crashes and showers, and then maybe takes a nap, and then around like eight o'clock, you just ready to fucking up. rage. Yeah. And you're already you like wake back up like kind of drunk. And that yeah. brings back memories. That's fun. That's, you got a good that's head a good start time. on the night. It's a yeah. No, I'm with you. That's fun too. Yeah, but then if there's like six six o'clock kickoff at night or whatever, most people don't even make it to the game. So, two thirties. That's 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 peak game time. Yeah, and and if you've been drinking. From noon to six for a six o'clock kick, you really don't want to go out and party afterwards. Because by the time the game ends at nine o'clock, your buzz is worn off. And because they stop serving alcohol at like halftime. Yeah, yeah. All right. So one more. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Zach from Tennessee. Y'all were talking about Drew Brees. He's a great all-time quarterback and an even better human being. But I want to run something by y'all about him. He and his shoulder could be to blame for the Alabama Crimson Tide's dominance in college football over the last decade. Hear me out. Back when the Chargers gave up on him, two teams were very interested in him. 
the Saints, of course, and the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins ultimately ended up going with somebody else because they weren't sure if they could trust Breeze's shoulder, and he expressed more interest in New Orleans anyway. I say this because the head coach of Miami at the time was one Nick Saban, and I believe if he had had Drew Breeze, he would have had more success in the NFL and would have never gone to Alabama. What do y'all think? That's interesting. Yeah. It uh, makes sense. The Miami Dolphins ended up going with Dante Culpepper. Yeah. They want that one back. There's been a lot of fan fiction written about this exact scenario recently. In fact, Bill Barnwell from ESPN wrote like a 15,000-word column about this. Uh, it is interesting. It's, it's not really his fault. It would be maybe the Miami Dolphins doctors who vetoed the trade or the, the signing. The signing, yeah. Who you can thank for Alabama's dominance. Wow. But it is it is a crazy chain of events if you if you kind of like the what is yeah, like I, love, I love shit like that with he's sports. with the Dolphins yeah. and I think he was what nine and seven the first year and then ten or six and ten the next year and then he's just like fuck it I'll bail. He, it's it's weird. It's so weird to me that he tried his hand at the NFL. It's still weird. I don't know why. He just he's just not an NFL guy. But I feel like it's also people look back and think he was kind of like a failure. He wasn't that bad. He wasn't like a. You remember Bobby when, when he made that dude cry? That was funny. Remember when Bobby Petrino just left the Falcons mid-season? That's hilarious. Bobby Petrino is human trash. Petrino's a scumbag. And he's he's, he's about, a scumbag. <laughs> he's about to get fired from Louisville, I think. I can't believe that he keeps getting jobs. Is he's, how, he many, how many he things do you put, have to do wrong? How, put an offense together. How in the world could Louisville rehire him after the mess of a, of a program he left them? Uh, in? Unbelievable. And then after he had one good year, they gave him like a nine-year extension. So I, I don't think they can find him. He's got a huge buyout. I think again. it's shown too historically, like once he gets his own guys in the program, the program just falls off a map. Like he's really good with other guys' recruits. <laughs> he can't but recruit himself. The minute he has all of his guys, like year four or five, that's when things go south for Petrino. So that's all the calls today. Again, if you want to hit us up uh, for Thursday's show, the number is eight zero zero three nine two six three four four. Make sure to give us a call. You guys have any shouts? Shouts to, uh, no, I don't. Shouts to the Houston Rockets. Good <laughs> luck in beginning your season. Uh, I look forward to striving for second place all year long. Shouts to Markel, my youngest son. Looking forward to seeing how he, uh, he plays tonight. Shouts to the entire Astros organization. Good luck this afternoon. Yeah, same. Make I, us proud. I have some money right on the Astros. So what, are we, the what, Astros. Is, what are the odds looking like on that thing right now? I think I got Because, again, I thought this was tomorrow. Minus 120? Last we got Keuchel on the on the bump. He's on the bump. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll I'll probably end up. What happens in the playoffs is at the beginning of the playoffs, I'm like, all right, dude, you're gonna watch every game. You're gonna don't bet on them. It's your team. Just be just be normal. If you find an advantageous uh, line, maybe take advantage, but chill out. That doesn't ever happen. I just end up max betting the Astros every single game they play. Which the last couple of years? Yeah, you don't hedge your emotions. Has you just paid double off. down on your emotions, right? So that if they lose, not only are you crushed, you're also financially crushed and can't afford uh, to live or pay your mortgage. That's that's sports betting. When that's living. When there's real shit on the line, like relationships and and uh, your mortgage, homelessness. Yeah, yeah, that's get that that's gambling. That's gambling. That's living, and that's our podcast. Yeah. That was a fun one. Make sure to uh, rate us five stars on iTunes. Uh, check us out on Spotify if you can. Uh, yeah, we're on Spotify now, which is cool. So if you're one of these anti-Apple people who's always like, oh, is there anywhere else I can listen aside from iTunes? Yeah, 
Spotify. Leave a five-star review on iTunes. Tell a friend about the show. And make sure to listen in Thursday. We'll be back. Talk about this weekend's slate of college football and NFL games. Love you, We'll bye. see you then. Adios.